Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shur on Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom and we are now in Masachet Shabbat Dafyod Gimel Amud Bet. About to take a look at the fourth Mishnah in the first parak of Shabbat. Uh, this is sort of a signal Mishnah. The Elu min halachot shemru be'aliyat chanan ben Chizkia ben Garon or ben Gurion shalul v'akro. So either the following or what we have just said are some of the rules that were promulgated in the uh, loft of this particular rabbi, Hanan Merchizu and Guryon. They came to visit him, and evidently this was at the very end of Bayat period. Nimnuv Rabu Beit Shammai Beitilel. What happened is they counted, and it turned out there were more disciples of Beit Shammai than of Beitilel. When they voted, Ushmonasat Devarim Gazur Rabayom, and they passed 18 decrees on that day. What are the 18 decrees? I mean, Sigma Chokot is showing him as to what it is, uh, but we'll start with the following. Amarle Abayele Rav Yosef, Elutnan o Ve'elutnan. Meaning, is this Mishnah pointing forward and saying, Elutnan, Ve'elutnan, uh, sorry, Elutnan meaning what we're going to say, and the way the Gemara presents it is the opposite. Ve'elutnan, and it starts with Ve'elu, is the first letter in our Mishnah, Vav, which means Ve'elu min halachot, Hanidamran, meaning the ones that we've just said, not uh, sitting in front of the barber before davening mincha and not walking uh, outside with a uh, with a needle in your lapel, etc. Oh, elutnan, or is elu pointing forward? The decrees that we're going to see in the next few mishnayot. Um, the answer is Toshma in Poli Noraner and Kori Noraner, which we know from the previous Mishnah. Elu min alachot shemur alachan nechzgam v'zgarion shmana ve'elu tan shmana. So we see that the the our Mishnah is pointing backwards and summarizing that the decrees that we just read about are decrees that were made at that particular setting. Okay, Tana Rabbanan. We have a little bit of a biopic on this particular Rabbi Chananim and Chizkim and Garyon. Mikatav Megillat Tanit. Who was the author of Megillat Tanit? Now, Megillat Tanit was a scroll that was kept during the period of um, of the Hasmonean kings. Uh, the question is here, perhaps, who was the final author of Megillat Tanit? Amru Chanan Chizkiyah Vesiato. He and his entourage Shayum Chavinat Atzarot. They had great love for occasions where they were in danger and we were saved. We feel the same way. We wouldn't have a chance because there's so many things happening. Or perhaps a fool can't get hurt, meaning when you're right in the middle of things, you don't see it. Or dead flesh doesn't feel an Ismail, meaning we are in such a difficult situation that we don't feel when things are bad and then getting better. We saw this in the third parak of Brachot, that uh, the worms crawling through the dead is like uh, like a needle into live flesh. So what it means is that if you have dead flesh on your body, you don't feel a, a, a nail coming through. Okay. No, one more thing about him. was in danger of being banned. We read about this also in Menachot. There are things in Sefer Yechezkel. Rashi gives a list of several of them. Mainly at the latter part of Yechezkel talks about a special korban on the 7th of Nisan and certain rules affecting Kohanim that are different what it says in, than it says in Vayikrad. 
And they brought up 300 barrels of oil. Evidently, they sat on this. And he sat up in his loft, and he went through each one of them and explained how they were not a contradiction to what it says in the Torah, and saved Sefer Chesgo from being banned. Okay, Shmonasad Devar Gazru. So, Mayni Nushmonasad Devar. What are these 18 things? So, we go for the first nine of them. We identify them as being in the very last Mishnah of Masachet Zavim. The following, have, have, which have contact with Truma, make the Truma Pasul. Not Tame, which means that if it touches something else, it doesn't carry it further. But the Truma is Pasul. What's that? Ha'ochal Ochal Rishon. Va'ochal Ochal Sheni. So if you eat food, which is a Rishon, meaning food that was touched by an Amatuma, or food that was touched by a Rishon, so it's a Sheni. Va'ashotem Ashkin Tmein, or if you drink um, uh, liquids that are Tamei. Or you have your head and, and your body, most of your body, come under um, uh, water that's being poured on you. Or you're a person who's Tahor, who evidently means has recently become Tahor, and we'll see the reason for that, who has basically a shower. Touching a Sefer Torah. Vahayadayim, regular hands that haven't been washed, and Atvul Yom. Atvul Yom is somebody who's gone to the mikveh that day, is waiting for Sherev Shemesh. And the last one is Aochlim Akelim Shin Mashkin, food or vessels that became Taim Mashkin. That's nine things. We're going to end up with nine things, we're going to have to adjust what the nine are. So, Mantana Who is the author of this approach that says that if you eat a Rishon or a Sheni, that you only invalidate a truma, but you don't make a tame. Meaning that even if you eat a Rishon, you become a Sheni. He says if you eat a Rishon, you become a Rishon. Which means if you touch truma, the truma can then pass truma, tuma one step further. Which means according to Rabbi whatever you, you are what you eat, essentially. If you eat a Rishon or a Shani, you're a Shani. Shlishi, you become a Shani, but this is only Kodesh for in Shani Latruma. Meaning it can't go further. Or when you're talking about Chulin, that they would maintain on a standard of Truma, so it can only go that far. So Bishua is our author. Now, the first two that we have. Why the rabbis put this tumah on it? Because food really um, is not tameh inside of you, except for nivat of tahor. The answer is because sometimes you might eat food that's tameh, and you'll drink truma wine with it, or any liquids of truma, throw it in your mouth, and you invalidate the truma in your mouth. So therefore they said, if you eat that, you're tameh, and you'll stay away from truma. So what about number three when drinking mashkin tvein? So the, the flip. Sometimes you might drink mashkin tvein. Then you'll eat some trumba while the mashkin are in your mouth. So hainuach is not the same thing. It's a lot more common to drink something to wash your food down than the opposite. That we still make that gzerah. Okay, number four. Habaro shovrubob maim shuvin. And that is if somebody uh, essentially takes a shower. My tama gazabra baran tuma. Why they make tuma? I'm Rabbi Bira Beivai. I'm Rav Asi. Shvatchiyah tovlin me me arot mechubas mechunasinu suchin. Originally, they would go into a mikvah that was cavern water that was stagnant and smelled bad. 
Then they would take a shower afterwards. So they made a rule that, you know, that was always there, that the shower was always there. They made two My What does keva mean? People used to say, you know what, to become tahor, you got to go into the mikveh and have this clean water thrown on you. Who cares? As long as people understand that part of the process is going to the mikveh, what's the problem? Because people then finally got to the understanding, the misconception, that it's not the mikveh water, but it's the second thing. And then they would just skip the mikvah. All right. What's the reason for that? Because if they didn't keep this kizera, they wouldn't keep that kizera. And so therefore they had to make them both. Okay, sefer. It's a very famous thing. Masachet Yadayim deals with the issue of a sefer and, and the, the litmus test for identifying whether a sefer is considered part of Tanakh or not is if it's Matame Te'adayim. Esther Matame Te'adayim, Ena Matame Te'adayim, Kohelet Ena Matame Te'adayim, famous Machlokot. Sefer, my Tamagazah Barabon and Tuma, why did the rabbis enforce Tuma on the sefer? Amar Meshashayim Tuchila, Yumatzneina Ta'ochlin Truma Eitzel Sefer Torah. Originally, if you had Truma food that became Talui, they would hide it, or actually if they had Truma, they would hide it next to a Sefer Torah. Vemru hai Kodesh, hai Kodesh. They would say, this is Kodesh, and that's Kodesh. We'll hide them together. What happened? The rats would come and eat the Truma, and they'd eat to the Sefer. The rabbis said, may there's a Tuma on the Sefer, so you'll keep Truma away from it. Because hands go all over the place. You're not sure where your hands are going. Okay, Tana Afyadam Baut Machmat Sefer Postot Tachuma. So they added another Gzera, hands that have touched the Sefer. Shum the Rabbi Parach, the Rabbi Parach, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, follow this. If you hold a Sefer Torah unclad, meaning without a cover on it, you'll be buried Arum. Arum Sakadaitach, what does that mean? Ela Amar Bizera, Arum below Mitzvot. You'll be buried without Mitzvot. Without that mitzvah, meaning they were concerned that people would touch svarim without a cover on it, be a lack of kavodah Torah. So they made the gzera of tumah. So hey, gazubereisha, which gzera was first, yadaim or yadaim of a sefer Torah? If the regular gzera of yadaim was first, you don't make, have to make a separate gzera on yadaim that touched the sefer. So first they made a gzera on yadaim and touched the sefer, and then they made a gzera on all yadaim. Okay, we had a tful yom. Tful yom doraita. What do you mean tful yom is tuma from the Torah? You're only tahor when the sun sets. So the answer is some makan tful yom. You're right. Tful yom does not believe belong in our uh, list. It is in the Mishnah Zavim, but it doesn't belong on our list because not a gzera. Which means, by the way, now we only have eight. You'll see how it becomes nine. Ochin and Kalim and Nishmashkin now become two separate things. Food that became Tamashkin and vessels or clothes that became Tamashkin. Bimashkin Demai, how these foods become Tamei? If it's liquid that fell on the Sheretz, Doraita Ninu, that's Tamei Doraita Dichtiva Chomashkar Shei Shate, Itma. Must be that somebody's hands touched uh, liquids, 
And those liquids touch the food, so now the food is tamed durabanan. To, as a precaution against the one we just mentioned, which is Doraita. What about clothes? What kind of liquids were matame them? That's Doraita If a Zav spits and touches the clothing, even the clothing is tamay. Meaning, even if you're holding it, you're tahor, it's tamay. It's just one step removed. It's mashkin that come if they touch the sheretz are not matame midoraita if they touch clothing, but we say make them tame as exera because of mashkin dezav. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with more of an analysis into the gzera of yadaim into in the next uh, podcasting time. We should have a wonderful day.